Hey everyone, welcome into another episode of Making the Walk. Today is the 3rd of June, and it's Friday, guys. Um, we're back actually podcasting for a card this time. We're not just randomly releasing an episode or missing the card. Hey, yo. <laughs> you missing the card. You know how, like, uh, the last, like, was it, like, uh, every once in a while we'll just, like, yeah, we're not, we're just not going to release a podcast for that card or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it feels like we've been doing that quite a bit recently, and then we finally released an episode, and then there's with no all of us here. Card, there's no card. Huh? <laughs> As in, there's no card that weekend. So yeah. Nice. So, <laughs> uh, so bringing the uh, the guys in, uh, voice you're here, my brother Alex and Mike. How you guys doing? Uh, I got severely underpaid for six hours of work today. I wouldn't say severely, but I got underpaid. I was told it was going to be a three-hour job today, turned into a six-hour job, and we didn't get paid enough. So I'm doing great. Sounds like all of our jobs. Yep. <laughs> Mike has a stick in his hand. It's my shin stick. It's his uh, uh, It's his sharing stick. Just like you had in elementary school, you had to pass it around. You can only talk if you have the sharing stick. So then why are you talking? Shut up. Let Mike share. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry, sorry. my sharing stick. Oh, damn it. I had a good mad thing today, but I can't remember what it was. All right. Well, we'll, we'll give you the entire podcast length to figure that one out. <laughs> yeah. um, good idea. I'm not very sharp right now. <laughs> <laughs> Mike just woke up from a nice, uh, nice little nap. Um, it is. We're recording this at nine o'clock at night. So <laughs> he's like still half asleep with his mullet. It looks gorgeous, oh, though. You want, here's the side profile. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. That's it's, hot. It's deep, <laughs> That's dude. hot. It's so deep. If only the people could truly see. Yeah, maybe the someday. Beauty, the magic of the mullet, of Mike's mullet, the magic Mike mullet. My mom was like, you know, you can have her cut the back if you don't like it. I said, no, mom, I'm fucking committed to the mullet. OK, <laughs> I just have to live with this. Just how it's gonna have to be, mom. Yeah. All Other right, than so, that, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, for for the show, we're since we don't have a, a card to recap, we'll just talk a little bit about some news first. Um, obviously, we'll get into our non MMA stuff, um, and then we'll uh, we'll preview the Vegas Fifty Six Rosen Strike and Volkov. Mm-hmm. Up, yes. Good seven too. <laughs> yeah. Is it fifty seven of those fifty six? I don't know. I just think it's. I always go with just the names. Volkov versus what? Rosenstreich. No, you're right. My bad. It's fifty six. Lo siento. All right. I knew the number. Podcast. Good podcasting there. All right. So, start off the news. I know Mike really wants to talk about this. It's more McGregor Masvidal news. Uh, can they both just go away? I, I like I kind of like bringing this stuff up anymore. I like bringing this stuff up just to like kind of make Matt Mike mad. I don't get mad. I'm just like they're obviously obviously still great, but they're like they're, they're not in my head anymore. I don't care about these big money fights. That's basically what it kind of boils down to, right? It's just kind of like one of these like money grab things where yeah. it'll be in the main event. It's going to be like 
the number eight versus the number whatever. He's unranked and welterweight. Connor. I mean, they'll probably. Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd assume that they would have to fight in welter because there's no way Conor McGregor yeah. is cutting to light right now. He looks big. He looks fat. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. He he, does, um, he he looks juicy. <laughs> has Usada <laughs> tested him in the last eighteen months or what? <laughs> How does that work if like um fighters you had surgery fight? or something like that, or like you have like some type of like nerve damage or like deteriorated muscle tissue? Like, are you allowed to take like doctor prescribed steroids? I don't know. It'd be interesting to find out. Like, you think to get like an exemption for like a certain amount of time? I don't um, think he's. I, I, I think you get an I exemption. Don't think he's on probably steroids, are, but like, yeah. he's he's juicy right now. Yeah, you probably get an exemption, and you also probably have to get like a not a ban, but kind of like a like you kind of you like, can't fight. Well, he probably yeah. won't be fighting. This I'd imagine he's not going to be fighting this by year. December. Maybe yeah. If that. Maybe Mike, we're, we're almost at a year though. Has it been a year? Almost, yeah, almost. Yeah. Almost. I had just started my job and I was at a wedding when it happened. It was uh, in July. Yeah, okay. like July tenth. Yeah, I July guess it does 10th make sense. Is the exact date to the year. Bam! Google it. Mike's got his bonking stick out. He's gonna bonk anyone that's bonk. Um, I'll put it away. Right, so, to distraction. Did you guys? Did you guys hear about uh, Paula Costa? No, I did not. He's in some hot water right now. Um, he's accused of striking a nurse in Brazil after a dispute with his about his vaccine card. The guy, and, and then, and then he also mentioned something about pushing back the fight with Luke Rockhold. Oh yeah, just like, he's supposed to fight Rockhold. This dude, it just seems like it's so. Uh, it, he, this dude just cannot like stay out of the shit. Alex, are you okay? What's going on here? Yeah, I'm fine. Why am I making a lot of noise? You packing a bowl? No. Well, I mean, I have one packed, but this is for post. <laughs> you lucky motherfucker. <laughs> little po- okay, so- little post pod action, you know? Dude, like, I don't understand how anyone could like Paulo Costa. Like, I think he's funny oh. as hell. Yeah. And like his Twitter. Have you guys like ever like seen his Twitter? Well, the make and the walk, I get like 500 notifications from Paulo Costa and his tweets are consistently we funny. I mean, him? they're just unfollowing immediately. They're Dude, weird. Like, he is so like he, his tweets are just the most out of pocket tweets. <laughs> he's so weird and but he's hilarious. Like, it's kind of <laughs> funny. I'm not going to lie. Like sometimes I read some of his tweets. I'm like, huh, that was nice. <laughs> But like, uh, yeah. Uh, but we're not going to condone his behavior um, no. over this past week. No. Um, but yeah, kind of messed up story. I don't um, like so, He's do you guys only, know him and Vittori are probably the only two guys I don't like? I don't I'm starting to come Vittori. around on Vittori. Yeah, I don't hate Vittori. There's nothing really for me. I to hate, hate him, him, but like, I I've never rooted for him ever in his career. <laughs> like, I'm kind of coming fight. around on him. Um, I didn't like him during the whole like. Izzy thing because he thought he won that fight and I was like, all right, this guy's fucking delusional. But he's delusional as fuck. <laughs> uh, but you know, after that, I, like some of the things that like, like when he was shit talking Paulo Costa, I appreciated that. And when he beat him, I I definitely appreciated that. After okay. Paulo Costa came Missed in weight. fifteen pounds over, yeah, and he was like down record. to fight him. But yeah. all right, we're getting off track here a little bit. Um, so do you guys know the uh, the Chechnyan leader? The, His, the, uh, the kind of fat dude with the beard, uh, Ramzan Kadrov. Yeah, yeah. I know so he's like about. a big, like, 
MMA guy. Also, terrible person. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not a very good guy. Uh, but we, we won't get into the politics of it or anything like that. But do you see the video of him, uh, air quotes here, tapping out uh, Hamzat? I did not see that video. I did not see it either. And I don't believe it. They were like rolling or whatever. And like, but I'm also saying, like, I'm kind of sitting there thinking, like, if Hamza doesn't let this guy tap him out, is, is Hamza going to get like a hit put out on him or something? Like is that? his family going to get a hit put on him? Like, publicly executed. <laughs> like, like if, when Putin was playing hockey and the goalies were just letting up shit goals and you're just dangling everyone. Oh, yeah. He scores nine goals in an NHL slash KHL game or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, okay. He's just lucky Ovi didn't fucking catch him across the ice with his head down. We all know that if we all know that if someone touches Putin on the ice or like this uh, Kadrov guy, like, oh no, like their family starts disappearing or whatever. Yeah. Banned to fucking, was it Siberia? Yeah, Siberia. Uh, the upper, <laughs> upper northeast part of Siberia. Yep. Like, literally it. uninhabitable. <laughs> How'd this guy make him then, tap if they have boxing gloves on? Like, what did he lock his. What do you make him tap with? Oh, Wait, do you have? Oh the my video? god, he got him in a guillotine. You have the video? Yeah. <laughs> oh no, he didn't make him tap, dude. There's literally like half a second, like the fucking like he got him in like a ground, like they have boxing gloves on, like they got on the ground. Hamza like purposely put his head in between his arms, and like you see like the other guy like Ramzan, Ramzan, like kind of pull his like arm close to his neck, and then. Hamzat immediately like taps like right away on his chest and they're like giggling like, and smiling about it afterwards. There's like a no win situation right there for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you slam the president of Chechnya if you're grappling? <laughs> it's like, oh, no, he's a close, close friend. He's just double leg and blast his face into the you know, on accident. In all fairness, <laughs> the takedown that the that uh, Ramzan had, I mean, not bad, man. A little, little judo, little judo throw. Not bad at all. Sorry, getting off track. All right, so um, onto some better news. Um, Kevin Batman Holland did it again. Batman, he did it again. What are you done? Like, so before we get into the story, like, how many times have you guys run into a situation where like you had to save someone's life? Never. Never. I mean, are we talking about like peanut butter allergy? Because I've done it once, and that's like (laughs) it. And that's because he had an EpiPen on him. So I was just like, you know, just stabbed him. And then I called the nurse because I was shitting my pants. Nurse. Get a nurse. Like, Get a this nurse. Is the third, this, is, this is the third time this guy has done something like crazy like this where um, he's had to basically like be the hero for a second. Um So in an interview with Damon Martin on his podcast, Kevin Holland states in quotes, I'm driving a Regal, the old school, kind of like my Batmobile. Everyone knows Batman is my favorite character. It's probably why I intervened in so many of these things. I look over to the right hand side and this guy looked like he was trying to get on the freeway pretty quick. I looked back. I looked straight back and I looked back to the right hand side again and he's sliding sideways. I'm like, oh, gosh, I pull over. I pulled the Regal over. Glad I got new brakes put on there. Hopped out, ran over there, jumped on top, and ripped the car door open and got the guy out. He then goes on to explain that the guy, as he's pulling the guy out of the car that's flipped over sideways, the guy goes, wait, I got to go get my phone. And he's like, fuck your phone, dude. (laughs) (laughs) 
So the guy climbs back into his car to get the phone, and then Kevin Holland has to pull him out twice. What a guy. What a guy. Not <laughs> only pulling him out once, car? but twice. It was flipped over. Oh. oh. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's fantastic. Dumbass got trapped again. It's like, I don't understand how Kevin Holland consistently finds himself in these situations. It's like two times in the last six months, right? Yeah, and then uh, he stopped a uh, a carjacker. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. He ran down a carjacker like on foot somehow. He's got long legs. He's probably fast. He ran down a car. <laughs> oh, oh, a car. Oh, oh. Yeah. Jeez. Definitely insane. Athlete. Like, <laughs> he is Batman, I guess. You gotta love so. a Kev- good Kevin Holland story. I'd love to hear more of these. Hopefully, he stays out of trouble. But you know, <laughs> yeah, from Mike's fantasy far, team. <laughs> from Mike's fantasy team, you better hope yeah. so. <laughs> Fuck. Like, don't do something. Don't do anything too stupid. I need you to win a few fights this year. <laughs> <laughs> well, you already know he's got like six of them left in the year. So, yeah, he's only fought once this year so far, right? We're going from that podcast on, right? Yes. Okay. We're yeah, not like retroactively. Yeah. Um, uh, if that's, hmm? I got one more UFC news that I thought was kind of funny or interesting. Oh, yeah, let's hear it. Okay. So, uh, Al Jermaine did an interview recently. Um, there, Someone had asked him or people have been asking him about, uh, you know, his training buddy and, like, best friend, Marab? Mm-hmm. The Ovalishir, I don't forget. Yeah. People are ask are asking him, like, so what happens if he keeps winning, climbs the rankings, and he's the number one contender? Alja goes, he's like, Will you fight him? Alja basically said, No, I'll give up my belt and go to 45. So he gets a shot. Thoughts. <sighs> that I mean, that's a homie, but at what point are you like? This is my career. This is my life, too. Like, if I'm still champion, do I want to just give that up? You're basically giving up pay-per-views and money. I guess. Uh, that's, that's a weird take. That is a weird uh, take. But at the same time, like, that's that's a day one, too. Like, that's pretty good friend. <laughs> but, but like, I don't know if I, like, would you give up basically millions of dollars for me? You know what I'm going to do? No. I'm going to make the fight. And I'm going to hype <laughs> like, it up, right? And then... We're going to go in there and rock, paper, scissors, best two out of three in front of the entire world. Oh, my God. And then and then one winner, of the first, winner just gets a rear naked choke and it's over. The winner lays loser lays on the ground. The other guy just goes on top and just like pretends to put him in some like sort of submission. And the other guy goes like, and then that's it. It's done. <laughs> it's like those those wrestling matches. Have you seen oh those videos? Those like, make me so mad. The, <laughs> why? Like, why do those make you mad? Those are funny. They're funny to you, but like that's my sport, dude. Like, what if hockey teams started doing that? Like, oh, we're gonna rock paper scissors to see who wins the face off. Like, that's so stupid. Most of those like wrestling matches, though, they don't mean anything. So, like, I think one of them was like every match means something. I wrestled my best friend. No, my best friend. The team points were already decided. They were like the last match. No, fuck you. Of the day, and nothing was gonna happen. Okay, so cool. I wrestled at my best friend of my entire life the last match honestly, of the day, and I pinned his fucking ass. That's wrestling, dude. I honestly would like it makes to wrestle. Me so mad. Yeah, I would have loved to. The like- seventh grade, I was a child. I murdered him. Okay. <laughs> like, 
This is not some soft, stupid sport. Everything fucking matters. It makes me so mad. Honestly, though, Mike like, violent. I don't like the take that he has. Like, yeah, like, you don't want to fight your friend, but also at the same time, like, I kind of do. Is that psychotic to say? Like, I mean, like, you want to see who's the best out of you two. Yeah. You guys are really it's good hard. friends. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. I don't want to fight my friend either, but are you willing to give up millions of dollars in your championship for it? Yeah. Like, because now you have to go fight Max Holloway or Alexander Volkanovsky. <laughs> like, the, okay. I mean, you still have so many killers in bantamweight. Yeah, you uh, like, you brought up you brought up like hockey faceoffs earlier. Um, so maybe not faceoff, but like, uh, yeah, I ahead, know what you mean. But like in high school, one of our buddies on the team, we we're losing the game like eight to three with like two minutes left in the game, and my buddy was he was horrible at faceoffs, terrible. Um, J A. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's my funny God, you knew yeah. that. Um, <laughs> it was my first guess. <laughs> so we're playing playing uh, a high school with probably one of the better players in, in the state. And I think my buddy was like 0 for 9 against him on the drops. So he looks at him and goes, hey, can I just win this one? He goes, yeah, sure. Why not? He steps up, drops the puck, swipes at the puck twice and misses. And the guy just. Pulls it back between his legs. <laughs> I gave you your shot. You didn't take yeah. it. <laughs> he whiffed twice and then lost the draw after he said he, he they let him, he let him win it and he still lost. That's so funny. God damn it. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, man, I gave you two tries. It's over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No more for you, buddy. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, no, I just, uh, I, I can't, like, it's, I think it's cool that he would do that, but I also am kind of like, why? Why? Like you're not sacrificing your career because you still can fight after that, but you're sacrificing money for you and your family. And it's not like he... it's not like a hundred dollars. It's like millions at that point. Yeah. And I don't know why he doesn't want to double champ it too. At that point, if you're talking about going up, like yeah, because Mirab's probably what two, three fights away from a championship. Yeah, he's yeah. probably eight right now in the world. He's got to go through some killers. I hope he does. I like him a lot. He's a good fighter. But yeah, this is also in a world where Aljo's holding onto the belt for that long as well. So yeah, um, like, like I don't know. Like it's it's not not to, could, say Aljo doesn't, yeah. it's not to say Aljo doesn't deserve to have the belt. It's not to say that he's not good enough to do it. It's just that, like you said, that division is so stacked mm-hmm. that you know that's one hundred percent not a guarantee. Like here's here's another thought too. Like, what if he's in the conversation? What if Aljo fights down the line? Is in the conversation for the goat of bantamweight, and then Marab has and then he's Marab's his number one contender. He's like, okay, here's my belt. Here you go, enjoy. Or or it, that probably wouldn't happen, but it'd be like, okay, well, I'm gonna vacate this, and then two guys are gonna fight for the belt, and one of them's gonna be my best friend. It could also just be like kind of one of those things where they're just talking. I mean, like even when yeah, that, that's true too. Like, this might be a far-reaching example, but, like, when Masvidal and Covington were friends, they were like, mm-hmm. we wouldn't challenge each other for the belt, blah, blah, blah. And then... Actually, no, they fucking hate each other. <laughs> yeah. So, who knows? Um, all right. So, let's get into the non-MMA stuff, the non-UFC stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the part that everyone only listens to the podcast for now, because... <laughs> It's fucking ridiculous. Um, so we're going to play Name That State to start off. Um, so I'll read a headline. These guys need to guess what state it's from. 
Um, so workers in a blank Sonic flee the restaurant after a snake is found behind the fryer. Mm. Illinois. Uh, I feel like this has got to be like a southern state, like the snake. That's so weird. Like just fine in like a Sonic somewhere. You just got to think that the state the state has a Sonic. Yeah. Is Sonic not like a nationwide thing? I mean, we just got Sonic. Illinois just got Sonic like what, like five six years ago. Are you really? serious? No, dude. No, maybe like no. ten years ago. It's it got to be long, more though. than that. I remember driving to like hockey in the morning and like Sonic when I was younger is forty four out of fifty states. Oh. Okay. Alaska, right. Hawaii, Maine, New Hampshire, Rhode Island, and Vermont are the only six without it. Which uh, is weird. dude, that's weird. I don't know. I'm thinking like. Alabama or like Georgia or some shit like that. Like, uh, I'm gonna say Alabama. I'm gonna go Bama here. Just I'm, fuck I'm it. stuck in good old Illinois. I'm gonna say Bama. Lincoln. Fuck it. Let's go. Workers in a Georgia Sonic flea restaurant. I was ready to finally use the uh, the air horn. Sound effect, but I got to fuck no, dude. I threw, I threw. Oh, I you sold. were pretty fucking close geographically. I sold, I sold so hard on that. No, <laughs> no. it was a ball python not native to the area. It was likely an impulse buy. Um, that was a pet set free. Um, so this goes, this you know, this uh, let this be a lesson learned for conservation issues. And uh, for the environment, you know, don't release your pets into the wild if you can't take care of them anymore. You know, they're invasive species. They can harm the ecosystem. This is the uh, biologist in me coming out right now. Yeah. You know, just don't do it. It's not good. (laughs) Yeah. Releasing pythons into the wild. They're the anaconda. What is it? The anacondas now that are in the. Yeah. They own the Everglades. There's no. And there's like no animals there anymore, apparently. They're eating the alligators. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> like, what a I'm, Florida thing. What, like, a Florida problem to have. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like you, your, your whole state is going to be run by snakes. Literally. <laughs> They're going to have is a Florida war, but with against anacondas. Ooh. Great video. You know, they hire people down there to, like, hunt them. Like the emo wars, emu wars, emo. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. Oh, the emu in Australia. Yeah, dude. I found out about that. I don't know when, but I thought it was the funniest shit ever. Wait, did you watch that? Was it that video on YouTube? Um, uh, uh, oversimplified. Oversimplified. No. The, those out. videos are money, though. They're yeah. so funny. Shout out! Shout out! Oversimplified. No free shout outs. <laughs> no, no, we'll give them a free shout out. Drop new videos, yeah. please. Uh, no, it's yes. so funny. Uh, all right, so now for the question of the day. Um, the military to fight birds. <laughs> <laughs> Very Australian. And lost. And lost. And Don't lost. forget the and lost part. And tried filming it uh, oh for propaganda. I want to see that film. So Locked in the Australian government's like somewhere. <laughs> just failed footage of like a gun just like shooting like four bullets and then fucking locking up. <laughs> Oh, They'll sprint God. away. Yeah. Apparently, the emus could eat like three bullets and still keep running. That doesn't surprise me. They're pretty big. 
right? I I don't know. Alex, look up look up how big emus are, or someone. All right, I'll do it. Right Give us I'm the question it. of the day. Yeah. All right. So, question of the I day: feed seven inches, eighty-two pounds female, sixty-nine how pounds big? male. Nice. Five foot seven. Yep. They're my size, hurt. except a hundred pounds lighter. Jesus, much faster. And yeah, much faster. Can probably run more marathons. I think they run like twenty-eight miles per hour or some dumb shit like that, or even more. Nice. Very biology heavy. Uh, thirty-one. Today. Thirty-one miles yeah, per hour. Holy Wait, what's faster, emu or ostrich? Ostrich, right? Yeah, I think they're like 40, 43 miles per hour. Yeah, yeah. That's Ooh. a common one. That's not even maximum speed. That's common. Emu's maximum speed is thirty-one. What's the that's, fastest that's bird? Some running. sixty miles an hour over. Fastest running distance. bird or fastest bird in general. Fastest running bird, the fastest flying bird sure. is the eagle, Perigene falcon. Oh fuck! It's the ostrich. Ostrich. Africa's fastest ostrich. Running. Yep, fastest running is the ostrich. Fastest flying bird. It's the Perigene falcon. When they dive, yeah. they reach like 131. 186 miles an hour. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Imagine that thing car. coming. Imagine Meow. that thing coming right at you. Holy well, fuck! They don't. They don't actually reach that speed on their. Well, they do reach speed on their own. I don't like, but they dive from a certain altitude to reach prey, and when they dive, that's when they reach that speed. Yeah, well, they still reach the speed. Like that's absurd, dude. That's for three hundred eighty nine mile or uh, kilometers per hour. Going Going to America, emo, Mikey, 240 to hey, we have some we have some European viewers. Okay. Well, yeah, it's, but it's what's in... given to me by Google. Okay. They don't have they didn't have miles per hour. That's absurd. It's like a fact. It's like a like a like a point Dude, six that's... or something. Like Animals that. versus humans in a war. Who wins? Gotta well, be or birds, not animals. Birds oh. versus humans. Oh, I, I say well, I since birds, not want to fight birds. Well, birds aren't real, so <laughs> I, I tried to pull that the other day. That didn't work out too well. <laughs> like, you have, you, have you ever have you ever seen a baby pigeon? And they're like, <laughs> you know, you know, pigeons are born full grown, right? I'm like, what is that? Is that real? It's a thing. <laughs> Apparently, it is. <laughs> a pigeon. <laughs> this is a this is a research podcast. Apparently, oh yeah, yeah we're just like <laughs> the questions you never knew you had. No, they don't. No, they're they not. Don't, they don't five centimeters? No, they're not grown. That's fucking horse shit. But it's I've never seen six one. weeks for them to get full size. Mine says four weeks. Okay. Either way, sources, four to six sources. Weeks. Put in MLA format, guys. And probably Wikipedia, <laughs> which I wasn't allowed to use. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the kids are now? They're allowed to use it now? Yeah, because it's bullshit, been fact checked. I was allowed to use it my last year of college. That's bullshit. We were so we were told so many times we weren't allowed. They, to they should take away your degree when you get it because you were able to use Wikipedia. <laughs> they should take away my degree anyways. About <laughs> half of it was spent online, so and they should take mine away too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so question of the day. <laughs> Look at that, Mike's got his diploma. Yeah, Dad didn't believe me. <laughs> <laughs> well, because also it didn't take you like eight months to actually get it. No, I got it. Eight weeks. Someone was he, telling me he that. made me walk because he didn't believe that I actually graduated. <laughs> it's like, dude, I don't want to walk. It's it's December, and he's like, I don't fucking believe you. You're That's walking. what I got to do too. I got to walk it, in December. 
I was like, fine, man, that's that's cool, but you have to drive three and a half hours to come see it happen. Like he's like, Oh, gladly. Like, oh, my 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 explanation was we just paid um X amount of dollars for you to go to college. We're at least gonna watch you walk. Like, oh, yeah, shit. Okay. yeah, that's what my, <laughs> that was my mom. That wasn't my dad. My dad had a different perspective. <laughs> they didn't make my brother walk maybe because he had like a fucking three something. Like, oh, no, we believe him. <laughs> <laughs> God, Brutal. I had to be the dumb one. <laughs> we got to get him on the podcast and your dad. Where's Big Mike? <sighs> he is actually at a rehearsal dinner tonight because he is the. um uh what is the person that marries someone? Not a priest. Uh, um, the pastor ordain ordain. Yeah, he's the ordained minister. This will be his second wedding, and he has another one this summer too. Because <laughs> he's such a holy man. <laughs> I'm ordained too. That's right, you are. <laughs> you can do my wedding someday. God, God willing that I ever get married. <laughs> well, Mike's got a Mike's got a little thing going here. So uh, maybe. stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Sorry, confidential. We've, we've had COVID complications over the last couple of weeks. Oh, no. Um, yeah. Okay, question of the day. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. So, in this scenario, all right, you've had your penis completely taken off. Like, a freak accident. Okay. It's gone. All right. I already so, don't like this question. The doctor says we can grow it again, but we have to grow it on your elbow. Mm-hmm. And it grows an inch every six months. How long are you letting it stay on your elbow? Every six months, it grows an inch. Like it, how, what is it starting? Wait, what does it start at? Like, like nothing. Like it's just so. Like yeah, it, it starts out like a little. It starts out like a little, like a little, little, uh, little, little baby dick. You know, <laughs> basically, basically a weenus. Yeah. You're starting uh, out at zero. I have to wear sweaters for a while. Um, does it but six is, months, is it fully like functioning on my elbow or is it just floppy? Yeah, is it like it's just flopping in the wind? Okay, no, it's just flopping in the wind. Okay, can I do the tuck method? Yeah, you just wear a sweater. Yeah, you can do you can manage it however you need yeah, to, yeah, however you want to take care of it. Then, yeah, I'm doing it for until it's like I don't know, probably like. Why not just do average size? Like fuck it. Like who cares? Like it doesn't matter. A What's solid average two day? inch average size. No, I'm sure. <laughs> I was gonna say you're gonna dilly dally. People want a length, okay? <laughs> We're going average size. Yeah, we're going six months. Uh, um, I honestly would probably get to about my arm length and just tell people it's a weird growth, and they're sticking it looks on like a dick. Yeah, I wish I had a ruler and like and here's the thing. And here's the thing. I don't talk to no bitches. Right. So like <laughs> it don't matter. It don't matter anyways. Like I ain't going to be using that shit down there. Like, who the fuck cares? Like it don't matter. Right. So like just wait till it gets big. Like that? Yeah, just wait till it gets big. And Christ. the next thing you know, I got a schlong. I got a fucking third leg. I got a fucking tripod. Like it's hard. I lean over and it fucking lean on it. You know, I'm, I'm leaning over a little bit like my God, you're a tripod. No, I'm so telling you, man. If you ever I'm get tired, you. you can use it as a kickstand. That's what I'm saying. Now I'm just quoting Austin Powers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, like, just get it, like, 
to average size, I guess, like five and a half, like maybe like six, like something like that. And then we'll be fine. So you're going five and a half. So what was five and a half times six. That is. It'd be like five and a half months, right? What? That's two years. That's like 30 something, 30 something two, months. It's two years. <laughs> Wait, two <what>? years. <laughs> you said it grows an inch a month. Six months. No, six months. Oh, oh, oh! So it's two okay, years and two years and nine lot. months. <laughs> two years and nine months. That's nothing, bro. Alex. That's nothing. That's nothing, bro. That's absolutely nothing. But you don't have a functioning dick for two years. I don't give months. a fuck. Can I still piss? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. I don't give a fuck. You have like a, you have like one of those bags attached to you. Oh yeah, that might change my answer a lot too. Whatever. For fucking two years and nine months. Again, I don't talk to no bitches. No bag's gonna change that. I don't give a fuck. Like it doesn't matter. Women don't approach me, and I don't approach women. It's a very mutual understanding between the two. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't need to worry about having a bag on me that constantly smells like piss and shit. I don't give a fuck. Like, at the end of the day. Yeah, at the end of the day, just pee, bro. Like, what's the issue? Like, I don't see the issue here. Like, You know what I'm saying? Like, it just doesn't matter. Dad's dad's never going to have grandkids. (laughs) Yeah. My parents are already prepared for that. I'm getting pressure already. It's annoying. My mom stopped pressuring us when she realized that neither of us want to have kids. <laughs> I'm like, how, how long? How long are you going uh, here? Alex said I wish I had a ruler because I would just go the length of my, my forearm. Let's say that's like eight inches. <laughs> That'd be a nice cock. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would say because eight, inch, eight inches is four years. Ugh, that's a lot of time wearing sweaters. <laughs> Wait, okay, but here's my other, here's my last question: Does it look like you can? Can you tell it's a penis? Yes, it's a penis uh, on your on your elbow, just uh, dangling fine. in the wind. Can I tell people why I have it there? Sure. Yeah, then I'll do it. Fuck it. Yeah, I'll go length of my forearm. So, so Mike's going four years. years. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna go with Alex and just go. Why not? You might as well just go all the way. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, all right, so that settles it. <laughs> See, that just goes to show the two Asian guys want the average size penis. It just goes to show we have tiny dicks. Like you could tell, like you could tell, we just have tiny schlongs because we're happy with average. Like you know, we got the fucking the two inch millimeter Peter. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, like, don't. Alex is like, I'm going to add four inches. (laughs) We got the millimeter Peter, the two inch Punisher, the one inch demolisher. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're here, baby. We're here. We're out. We're thriving. Small dick energy, small dick size, but big dick energy, baby. Let's go. Have you ever seen that TikTok? And it was like this guy like, um, you get a billion dollars, but your dick's only two inches. And then someone's like, yeah, I just got a billion dollars and an extra (laughs) inch. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. A billion dollars and an extra inch. Sign me up, dude. <laughs> okay, so we'll go on to the next uh, next little point here. Um, did you guys hear about the whole Jock Peterson Tommy Fam thing? I yeah. heard a little bit, but I don't know the, like the, all the details. How unbelievably ridiculous! Right, so explain. So we'll explain it real quick. So um, during batting practice between the Giants and the uh, Reds, um, Tommy Pham and Jock Peterson got into an argument over fantasy football. 
Um, and it ended with Tommy Pham slapping Jock Peterson in the face. Like it was, there's like a video of him slapping him and he winds up and clocks him. And like the, the bench is clear before the game even starts. And his reason behind it was this guy was out in his fantasy league. He put him on the IR and picked a guy up off the bench. But like, that's not like a weird thing to do. I feel like. And like Tommy Pham's reasoning behind it was like, Oh, like this league's so much money. Like you can't be doing that stuff. Like don't mess with my money, which is kind of weird, but whatever. And play. and then he quit. He quit like two weeks later. You can't quit a fantasy league. Yeah, well, Tommy Fan was a cardinal, so makes sense. Yeah, especially after that nonsense too. Like, if you're gonna send it and slap a dude, you might as well stay in the fucking league at that point. Jesus Christ. Well, this this happened after he quit. Like, this was like a, a, a like a year ago, basically, that he did this. And the slap was like two weeks ago. It's so scummy. Like, <coughs> you're really going to hold a grudge that long? Like, and like it, it, the story is like a bit more complex than like what I'm explaining, but like it, not so much so to where like it puts Tommy Pham in a very good light. <laughs> no. And this is also the guy who challenged his former teammate because he slid hard into his catcher a year ago. And got stabbed outside of a strip club in San Diego like two years ago. Yeah, you got to say it right. San Diego. What does San Diego even mean? Do you really want the movie definition of of San Diego? Yes. Whale's vagina. In German. In German. All right. Alex, did, did you have any like any analysis on this? Because you were you were kind of getting into it a little bit there, dude. It's just like it's just scum shit. Like it's just scummy shit. Like Tommy Pham, just like yeah, I never like really hated the guy. I really liked him. Like he was a Cardinal, so I guess I never really liked him. Cubs fan all the way through and through. But like, oh, how are you gonna sorry. like? How the fuck are you gonna slap someone over fantasy football? First off, if you're putting that money down for it, you have the money to do it. So fucking don't complain. Play the fucking year out and live with it, right? I Unless wonder how much money it was. It doesn't matter. Either way, like, I was just curious, right? But I'm just saying, like, either way, it doesn't matter. That's you're down bad. And two, if I remember correctly, the guy he picked up and put on his IR kind of wasn't like, that great. He's like, was like a, Jeff Wilson or something like that. Yeah, it was like some second string guy or some shit like that. Like it'd be a little more understandable. Like if he got mad, if it was like. Maybe Patrick Mahomes or some shit like that. But, like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, why do you care? You know what I mean? Like, doesn't matter. Like, it's irrelevant. It'd be like picking up Tommy Pham and putting him in my IR. Oh, oh, sweet Ooh. burn. Oh, no. Like, it just, like, it just doesn't matter. Like, it's just, like, <laughs> nothing's really that important to the point where you have to go to physical violence, like, in, in that terms. I, again, we're on a UFC podcast, so, you know. Obviously not the right time, but like it just doesn't it just doesn't really make sense to me. The slap is just like a little out of out of nowhere. It happened so long ago. Like, don't be a bitch, bro. It's you're not in the league anymore. That's probably the most confusing part for me. Like, yeah. Why are you mad if you're not even in it anymore? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Jack <laughs> won it. Who knows? Who cares? They suck. Not he they. He sucks. Tommy Fam sucks. 
right, let's That's segue it. the oh, violence fuck. into the Vegas 56 prelims. Yeah. Now that Mike's a little bit and awake now, and we got the violence laughing. that the Golden State Warriors are putting on the Boston Celtics right now. Fuck. What's the Celtics going to win that series? Are going to win? I guarantee 69, it. 69, 83, Golden State right now. They'll win I'm, that. I was, they'll win that series. I was going to wait for. I was going to wait for this game to be over and then bet Celtics to win the series. Yeah, I'm kind of rooting for the Celtics for a reason that I won't no. disclose, because I think it would be hilarious if that one guy had to go vegan for a month. <laughs> Honestly, I'd rather. I, I, it's so hard for me to root for Boston. All right, we're getting off topic. Um, Boston. Let's get into the prelim. So I wanted to talk about the first fight, Aaron Blanchfield and JJ Aldrich. Um, mm-hmm. uh, did you guys have anything on this? Nope. Uh, Aaron Blanchfield is a dog. She is gross, legit prospect, like super, super good. Like she's very all around awesome. Uh, it's very fun to watch. I have her by knockout or decision. Um, I'll probably stick with this decision, though. I would really love to see a knockout. Really love yeah, to gonna, see a knockout from here. I'm going to go Blanchfield by unanimous decision because her decision props like minus 200. Oh. So if you go UD, it's minus one ton. Um, and yeah, I mean, she absolutely dominated Miranda Maverick mm-hmm. in her last fight. Oh and yeah, Miranda Maverick is good. Yes, mm-hmm. like it's not like Miranda being up fear, on though. Oh my god. <laughs> um, and it, we've underestimated Aldrich before, but um, I think at a certain point we got to say like, all right, like she's gonna get outmatched. She's outmatched here. This is by far her biggest test. Um, and Blanchfield's mix of pace on the feet and wrestling just make her so good. Like it, it makes her, like Alex said, a very complete package. Um, and and then you know JJ Alder coming off a win against uh, Jillian Robertson. You know Robertson's just not that aggressive uh, on the feet versus Blanchfield, who's a bit more volume centric on the feet and is a very good wrestler. So I'm kind of looking to see. You know, Blanchfield pressure early, and then that leads into maybe a clinch on the cage and then eventually a takedown where I think she'll end up, you know, scoring most of her points. I agree. 100% agree. Plus, what a sick nickname. Cold-blooded. Love it. Love it. It's not better than fear, though. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, so. The next Man. fight I wanted to go over was Tony Gravely <laughs> and Johnny Munoz Jr. Real you quick, okay yeah. Oh, no. okay, okay, okay. Because okay. I have the I had the fight before that. Um, Jeffrey Molina versus Zalagas Zumagulov. Zumagulov. that. Zumagulov. There we go. Uh, that's just to not go the distance plus one thirty. Uh, I, honestly, I'm rooting for a little violence here. Well, that's kind of what. Kick off the card, get knocked out, maybe finish. Doesn't matter. Just doesn't have to go the distance. Both high strike rate, um, and they both have pretty good finish rates for their for being flyweights. So I'm kind of just all right. Let's let's get the nights or the day started because this does kick off at noon. I think if I were to pick anyone, I'd want to go Molina because Zaglas just gets like rocked. Yeah, you know, like Molina's I, unless... strike rate is ridiculous too. Yeah. Um, unless, unless Zagos like gets him to the ground, I yeah. really don't see Molina like losing this fight at yeah. all. So, so I, I didn't want to make a pick, but I was just I saw that not to go the distance was plus one thirty. I'm like, fuck it, that sounds very nice actually. 
So I, I'm going to start trying to be a little smarter here and not just go like, oh, now he wins. <laughs> well, this is really my only smart pick because I have some stupid ones coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. All right. So well, let's get into the Tony Gravely and Johnny Munoz Jr. Yeah. fight. Uh, I'm taking Gravely by decision at plus 250. Um, this one feels like a bit of a risk. Um, Gravely is definitely the better wrestler and boxer. Uh, with mm-hmm. Munoz having a very significant submission game is just the one thing that I'm really worried about. Um, yeah. And, and I think one big mistake can really sway the fight in, in Johnny Munoz Jr.'s favor. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, Tony Gravely has been around a long time. I mean, the dude has 29 professional fights. He's 22 and seven. Uh, and he definitely has the tools to keep the fight standing. And I think, he would should he should be able to control the pace and yeah. he just should win be the fight able to dictate where it takes place too. Yeah, he but also looked fight, really good in his last fight too. So if I remember correctly, um, I don't remember who that was against. Oliveira, Simon, hmm. he, or he Salmon, won. or Simon. Yeah, yeah, Salmon. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I, I think this will be a slower affair. Um, because I believe that Tony Gravely will probably end up taking a bit more of a cautious route. Um, but either way, I think he's going to come out on top with the decision win. Yeah. Uh, as long as it doesn't go to the ground, as long as Gravely can keep him off the ground, I think he's fine. Uh, Gravely's a wrestler, too. Like, he has some wrestling. So, like, I mean, I don't see that being an issue in terms of takedowns. Uh, but as long as he doesn't get to the ground with Munoz, I think it'll be okay. Uh, I would have to. Uh, I'm not touching this fight with a 10 foot pole because it's very scary. Um, but, like, I kind of see where you're going with it, and I would have to agree as long as Gravely is able to keep it on the feet and is able to use that wrestling defense to make sure that Munoz doesn't really get him to the ground, I think they'll be fine because Munoz is definitely a great jiu-jitsu guy uh, and very scary jiu-jitsu man, not to say the least. So, yeah, kind of with you on that one. I just got Gravely money line. I don't want to make a bold one on that one. All right, we're going to go with um, the next fight here, a welterweight fight with Nicholas Stoltz and Benoit Saint-Denis. Um, I have Saint-Denis by decision at plus 350. Um, this one I kind of feel can go either way. Um, yeah. Saint-Denis has won all of his fights by stoppage, most of them by sub- by submissions. I believe he has seven of them. Um, but I th- one thing I, I've, I've noticed, though, is that he was just really struggling to take down his last opponent, uh, Zelski Dos Santos. Um, and that guy has major, major issues with stopping takedowns. I mean, his takedown offense is at 62% in the UFC. And he and, and Denis had problem take, problems taking him down. Um, I mean, I was looking over Stoltz's takedown defense. It was not very good as well. He's only at a 63%, but he did have the O against uh, Ramzan Amiv, the Russian wrestler. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's only had like three fights in the, the promotion. So, I mean, that's kind of going to skew the numbers. And Amiv is just a much, much better wrestler than Sandini. So um, that's kind of why I wanted to go with Stoltz on this one. You know, he has an advantage in the striking department. Um, Stoltz or Denis? Stoltz. You're going with Stoltz? Yes. You said Denis in the first part. You said you picked Denis by decision. 
Yeah, that's what you have on the, the outline, Lee. Explain oh. yourself. Oh, no. <laughs> Which one did I want to go with? Oh, that's tough. No, oh, no, man. you can't remember. Here, I pull up DraftKings. <laughs> oh, yeah, time to pull DraftKings. Uh, someone, quick. Uh, 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 I'm working on it. Someone do a dance real quick. Oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god. This is like this is my nightmare. Oh, I picked up the wrong I clicked the wrong fight. Did he by decision is plus 250? What did I look at the other what did I look at earlier? Stoltzi Scrap it, whatever. It's gone. Uh rule has Stoltzi by you just had Stoltzy. He thinks Stoltzy is by decision. I think it's Stoltz by decision. I accidentally wrote Saint Denny. Yeah, he has Stoltz by he has Stoltz as well. Money line because he's plus one thirty five. Yeah, and I I took his decision. It's now at plus four hundred. I think he said he wanted to do submission by Stoltz, but plus seven hundred. Yeah. Jeez, that'd be nice though. What foods? Oh, you wanna you wanna talk on the pod? What is with you? Your boys just walking in. In the middle of recording, like it's, it's ridiculous. My it's my brother and Mike. You want to you want to give your picks? Can you please just take the goddamn filter off your camera so we can see who's in the room? I'll pull up the card. It's uh Matus Fudala. What's up, buddy? Hey, man, how are you? Have you guys yeah, met? No. Uh, have you met Mike? Uh up, no, I don't think so. What's up, Mike? What's up? All right, so uh, the voice you're hearing is uh, Foods. Um, this is Alex's roommate, also a uh, big UFC guy, although he didn't want to come with us to the uh, the card, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> uh, so we're talking about uh, Nick Stoltz and Benoit Saint-Denis. Yeah. Um, oh, I mean, what's your oh, pick I, on I, this I, one? I'm actually interested to know what you guys got because I'm going with, um, what's his name? Stoltz, a German guy. Yeah, give I us some reasoning here. So. I, I just I watched uh, Saint-Denis' last fight. I forget. Can you pull up who he fought? Mm-hmm. It was uh, Zelski Dos Santos. Yes. He got absolutely pieced up in that fight. And also, slight bias towards Stoltz. Uh, me and Ruhl are betting on him because he's German. <laughs> <laughs> Some analytics there, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have analytics on the next one. What's the next okay. one? All right, uh, so Chicago we, guy. We can just do this. Yeah, moving to the next fight. Um, yes. It's going to be Damon Jackson and Dan Argetta. Oh, uh, Damon Jackson. Oh, dude, Dan Argetta is from the Ultimate Fighter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's from he's Tinley from, Park. From Tinley Park. Unfortunately, oh. I would, if I was going to make a pick on this, I would go Damon Jackson. Damon Fuck Jackson you. by sub plus one hundred. Yeah, Damon Jackson. Fuck you. Hometown no, boy Dan, all the way, baby. I want Dan Argetta. Argy man, knows this guy. Up He's fighting up a weight class, and Dan Argetta's game is primarily focused on physicality and dominating from the top. So, how, like, he's already had a disadvantage fighting up a weight class. Who cares? He fought like two weeks ago. Okay. Whatever. He did. He fought in the LFA in a war, defending his belt in a five round fight. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ride with, with the dude. So, it's mm-hmm. like, he's, he's already, his gas tank's going to be lower. <laughs> I mean, he's probably going to be in good shape, but his gas tank's going to be lower. And he, is now going to step in short notice I like Jackson, against a guy who's bigger. Look, I saw he was a Chicago guy, and I wanted to. I, I wanted. I'm fucking betting him. I don't care. That's <laughs> fine. Four ten. I mean, do it. Yeah, I, I'm not going to. I I want him to win, but I don't think it's going to happen. Bet with your heart, but I am going to go Damon Jackson by sub. And plus, 
this Dan Argetta, he likes to bring it to the ground. So all of his fights, I've seen him bring of course it to the he does. So I'm just, I just don't see. I'm sorry. I just, I have Damon Jackson. It's fine. I remain loyal. <laughs> Damon Jackson right now is minus a 650 favorite. Um, if you were to bet Damon Jackson by sub, it's minus He's 110. Bald. He can I have plus fuck 100 off. on FanDuel. Dan Argetta to win by decision plus 800 by sub plus 1600 by knockout plus 1400. Um, he's, he's, money he's ready to go. He fought two weeks plus ago. 460. <laughs> <laughs> knockout. Oh my God. If you're going to ride, if you're riding with Mike, you know, and Dan Argetta pulls it out, this is pretty you're gonna be, You're going to be looking to make some big money here. It's going to be cash money. All right. I like it. Um, did you guys want to talk about uh, Joe Soski and Alex De Silva? Oh, this isn't. Oh, <laughs> I don't have that. <laughs> All right, I got. I don't know. That one's another toss. I have Alex De Silva by knockout. By knockout, dude likes to finish fights early. Knockout, get it by. His gas knockout. tank is horrible though. I, I don't care. Alex De Silva by knockout. I have him. Get it, you might as well. It's almost like you're you, you're better off betting his like first round knockout prop. I. I don't. I wouldn't say his gas tank's terrible. I mean, he's been at a decent amount of decisions. The widow lost one. Won his most that recent to do decision. That Patty just beat Vargas. Yeah. Albos niece. Albos for Nick Chelp. Yeah, Albos striker. I have him by knockout, or you can just do by finish. I have Alex Silva by finish or knockout, whichever you want. But if you take his money line, it's plus one forty-four. If you do his knockout. I didn't have those odds. Alex De Silva by knockout in the first round plus a thousand. Wow. Who says no? I might hit that on the day of the day <laughs> on Saturday. I do have him winning, and like he is a striker and <laughs> he likes to go at him early. How many losses does uh Selecki have by KO? By KO? Like one, I think. He doesn't he only has 14 fights. So. Yeah. We've lost Mike Grosh. We have lost Mikey Mike. Oh, no. He's probably taking a yeah. pee. Knockout. Okay, Alex, take the damn filter off your stupid camera. What filter? Oh. You have a filter on. There you go. Sorry. It's the blur of the background. Blur. Sorry. Sorry. Why? It's the blur of the background. What's the, why are you blurring your background? Because I have a lot of illegal substances in the back. Who cares? No one's watching. <laughs> so happens. It's from the Zoom meetings with his teachers. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I can't have I can't have this showing up. You know, why not? It's legal. Full of weed showing up. It's legal. Or fuck. Or this showing up. I do. I am actually interested though. And you guys Those are all legal. The next fight because that one, you know, I, who I'm going with solely. Yeah, I mean, you just know who I'm going with. All right, so we'll, we'll go to the next fight here. Um, so. This fight did get moved down mm-hmm. into the prelims. It is Felice Harry and Carolina Kowakowicz. Wait, it's in the prelims now? Yeah. Yes, that's in the prelims. And the Ode Osborne, I believe. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is that he, he got, They got flexed. Ode Osborne and Zakish have been flexed into the main card. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, I got. I mean, dude, for this, for the Carolina fight. My girl Carolina, she's fucking struggling, like yeah. ba- like bad, like yeah. five fight losing streak. 
I think her last win was actually against Felice Herrig. I don't know if it was her last it, win, but it yes, was one of them. It was literally her yeah. last win. They have oh. since that fight, they have combined to go 0 and 7. Yep. Oh, so Felice Herrig is 0 and 2 since then. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't know, dude. It's a this one. You could even look at the odds. The odds, it's a complete toss up. Well, I think she's an underdog. Right I will now. never go against it. Yeah, she was a Carolina was a plus 108 yeah. last time I checked, but I will never bet against a Polish person. And so like the you're thing willing is, to bet, so you're willing to bet the Chicago guy, Dan Argetto. You're not willing to bet Felice Herrig, who's Chicago girl. She is from Chicago. I saw that like yesterday, which was tough because, you know, she's going up <laughs> against the Polak. <laughs> Kiss hey, a Polak I mean, on the air. <laughs> may, may the best woman win. That's all I'll say. Foods, Fudala, the guy that you're hearing is Polish. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> makes, that makes it all better. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But yeah, Alex, no. You, uh, I also actually have Polish power. I know Carolina. Yeah, Carolina. Let's go. She won in her last fight. Like, how can I not have her? No, yeah. And they, against against her, and I, it's I, like they're both on a losing streak. I think that's the only reason she's not a heavy underdog. Is that should be fully said in the first fight? Yeah, because and I saw that. Oh, and five in your last fight is not a good look no. ever. And I saw she's, her their she's last fight. Terrible. Yeah, and I saw their last fight, and Carolina looked really good really? against her. Like they're smoke. She was smoking her with elbows, like knees. Like she was. I like, saw the strikes were uh, like heavily. In favor yeah, no, she was dominating that fight. So I just oh, don't yeah. see how that just doesn't happen again. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. I hope so, man. Carolina needs to get back in the win column. Absolutely. You guys are on crack. He's got hair. I'm sorry. (laughs) Hey, I mean, dude, like, I was really thinking to myself, like, I was like, this is going to be tough to, like, pick against the Chicago girl, especially after what Juliana Pena did for me against Nunes. But it is. This one feels very toss-up-y just because they both have been in such bad form recently. Yeah. I. I don't know. At, at this point, it seems like anyone can overpower Kowalkovitz or whatever, um, which, you know, kind of seems like her game just falls apart because she was so reliant on being stronger than everyone else and earlier in his early in her career. Um, but then again, you know, Herrig is coming off a knee injury. Um, she herself might be on the downfall. She's 37 years old, not the downfall, but like a physical decline. Mm-hmm. So it's so hard to pick, like, who basically who's going to come in the healthier fighter, I think, is what it comes down to, and I we just don't know. Yeah, you're right, and I I do think it's honestly a smart move to move this one down to the prelims rather than the main card. Yeah, I don't. I honestly am kind of confused as to why that was on the uh, main card at first, but. All right, so let's go into the first fight in the main card here. Oh, there he is. He's back, Michael. No, he's got to put his headphones yeah, in. He doesn't have his headphones in. There we go. He's back. Michael, Mike, do you Mike. have anything on Felice Herrig and how do you say her name, Foods? Karolina Kovalkovich. Kovalkovich. You're on mute, buddy. Oh, <laughs> this is why I don't take naps before we podcast. <laughs> also, what restaurant were you stuck at? McDonald's? No. Fuck it, idiot. Just don't worry about it. No. <laughs> I'm taking Carolina to fade your ass because I just want to fade you. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> no, no reason. I'm not betting I, on this. I'm not actually wait, betting you on are? this. You literally put it on the outline. That's because I was going to have that be in there for like your rock hard main card. It's not on the main card. 
it was originally. Yeah, yeah. When I was doing the original research yeah. on this, it was. Well, okay. Well, okay. That was pointless. But yeah, Carolina. <laughs> she already beat her once. Fuck it. <laughs> God damn it. You ruined my whole thing. <laughs> Maybe if you don't have the P I also seconds. remember what I was pissed about earlier. So we can get into that later. You know, do it, let's do it right now because we're in between. Yeah, I'm already heated up right now. This and fucking the bullshit. Bullshit. Okay. Right. So I stayed up late last night and I decided to work from home today. I do want to say both. Is that the next one? Yeah. The asshole. Mute yourself, fool. Sorry, 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 sorry. God damn. Christ. (laughs) Anyway, I woke up at 7.55 today. I start work at 8. It's a 45-minute drive. Um, So I decided, hey, we're just going to work from home today. Normal Thursday. All of a sudden, I don't know what fucking time. The Oswego Fire Department set off all the fucking fire alarms in every single building. And my shit went off and I damn near shit my pants. Walk outside. I'm like, there's actually a fire because I set it off every week cooking. But it wasn't like that. It was like for real. And I go outside and I look and I'm like, I swear to God, I hope this is Nick Mazzano. This is our buddy Nick, who's a firefighter. And then some bald fuck gives me a dirty look. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? It's fucking noon on a Thursday. He's like, oh, aren't you supposed to be at work? I go, I am. You pretty much fucking ruined my day. And I just, he was like, is, I'm like, is there a fire, sir? And he's like, no. <laughs> All right, fuck you. I'm going back inside. Have a nice day. <laughs> Hero. Go save a cat. Jesus. Oh. <laughs> That's what? Mike's angry moment of the week presented oh, by dude, dude Wipes, so I think. <laughs> Nick, there's a fire. <laughs> <laughs> I was so rattled. You caught me off guard, too. Apparently, like, Jesus. Jesus. Well, when I work from home, don't tell anyone. I, you know, doze off a little bit. You woke me up. <laughs> woke me up a okay. little bit. All right, let's get into the um, let's get into the main card here. Um, so the first fight that has been rescheduled for the main card is Alonzo Menafield versus Askar Mazarov. Um, I'm I want to say Menafield by a knockout. Who says no? He says no. No, here's oh. the thing. Oh, Earlier in the week, I would have said no. You don't have to talk that long. Today, <laughs> today, I'll say I agree with you because. Please oh, I got a, I got a great story about this. All right, sorry, sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. Go so, Askar Mozarov had a fraudulent record. So, here's what he said. Uh, they accused him because they looked in his record and they initially at the beginning of the week, he was like, what, 25 and seven, 25 and seven. If you look at his record now, he is 19 and 12. And so they approached him about it. Like tapology literally like called him out on it and they approached him about it. And this is what he said in the interview. I don't build my record or whatever, but a lot of fights I had were in China. Those organizations don't add fights after. So you really have to pursue it to make sure they add the fights that you had and make sure that you have it on record. This is actually a situation that in the last seven years, eight years, no one has mentioned anything. No one has said anything. Now they get up to the biggest promotion. I guess someone or some or one of the admins wanted to show themselves. It's a bit weird, right? What is your thoughts on that? Fraud. 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 Fraudulent. Is a fraudulent men field first round knockout. What are uh, the odds on Menafield's money line right now? He's a uh, like decent. He minus two thirty five. 
235. I have minus. That's what it was earlier. I don't know what it is now. Oh boy. We got uh, minus 160 on Tapology. I have minus 250 on DraftKings. Holy shit. Boston's tied it. Let's go. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, yeah, I was going to go Medfield by knockout at plus 100. Uh, just because yeah, I don't, I, I don't hate that at all. I think this fight ends in a knockout for sure. This, I mean, so, these are two dudes that just are huge and they throw down. Yes, that Asker guy definitely chucks, but he has been knocked out a decent amount of times. So I see a knockout happening in this one for sure. I'd be very okay with that. Um, all right, so yeah, it's plus 100 for Menafield. Mike, did you have anything on this guy? Menafield, money line in the parlay. All right. We'll worry about that later. All right. So the fight that we were just discussing getting flexed into the main event, uh, Ode Osborne and Zakura as Adashev. There Adashev. we go. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take Osborne decision at plus 250. Um, I think Adashev has – he's struggled against his last two opponents that have had reach advantages over him um, in Tyson Nam and uh, Suma Jerry. Um, and he's giving up eight inches of reach to Osborne. Oh, yeah. And yeah, Osborne's, I mean, Osborne's main concern is his cardio, uh, but that might be behind him um, since his last fight, he kind of battled away a late surge by CJ uh, Varagara um, to, to sneak out a decision win. Um, but yeah, based off of his previous losses and to who they were against, you know, bigger guys, um, Ode Osborne, I think, has this one uh, by decision. I also have him by decision. I'm riding with you on this one. Just strictly based off of the record and who they faced. I have no other, like, real backup there. It was kind of just MMA math for me. So, Mike Ed? Ode in the parlay. Oh, yeah. It's unanimous. Unanimous. Decision or knockout? That's what I'm doing. I'm going decision. All right, so we'll go to the next fight. I don't have any bets for this one, but it's Kareem Silva and Paulina Botella. Kareem um, Silva, money line. Mm-hmm. Mm. I have minus uh, 125. Yeah. Minus 130. Yeah, I I mean, Kareem's been just on a tear recently. I mean, you could, and I didn't want to pick like one specific one or the other because she has a lot of knockouts and submissions. So you could just do her by finish if you want. But I like Kareem Silva. I was watching a lot of her highlights uh, outside of the UFC, and I liked what she was bringing to the table. So I definitely have to go Kareem here. I find this to be a bit more too much of a coin flip for me to want to bet it. Uh, you know, Patel has a yeah, lot I have of, to. So yeah, Patel has a lot of aggression in her game, which means mm-hmm. that Silva's going to get a lot of opportunities early on uh, to find a submission. See you, foods. Um, we'll be back. And. You know, Botella would be Silva's biggest win to the to date. You know, she hasn't fought anyone nearly that high of competition. Um, but since Silva is going to get the fight that she wants, you know, someone who's going to try and pressure her into um, making these decisions, you know, I think Silva does get the slight advantage, um, even though it's not a very, you know, it's not a guarantee that she's going to be able to find that early Submission because when she gets dragged into deeper waters, she can struggle. Who, Karina or Botella? Silva. Silva. Okay. You know, her win. Her win against uh, Quilly Yan in the Contender Series. Mm-hmm. By the end of the fight, she was struggling. Yeah, but she was 
battle. That was a battle and a fucking half. That was a fun one to watch. And I just don't watching that battle and one watching her eat that much. And then also two being able to work from her back like that kind of just convinced me that I think that she'll bring it to the ground or she'll want to get it to the ground, which Polina in her previous fights does like to get in the clinch on the fence and then bring people down from what I've seen. So, you know, I don't think that's a bad like thing to kind of get Karina like down in like kind of a submission kind of area or kind of keep her on the ground or force the fight to the ground and then get a submission or, you know, any sort of that. I just did money line. Cause I didn't know if she was going to do, cause she has some ground and pound wins, I think. And she has some submission wins. So I didn't really want to like bet her like specific win mm-hmm. for this one. The odds aren't bad enough either. It's like she's not a heavy favorite, so it's it's money line's doable. Yeah. So, so are I'm you going, going silver money line too, Mike? Yeah, in the parlay. All right. Um, so we'll go into the next fight. It is Michael Trezano and Lucas Alameda. Um, with Trezano being the money line favorite at minus two forty last time I looked. Um, not sure if that's changed or not. Um I want to go Trezano by decision um, simply because I think Trezano, he's kind of never really shown me anything. He's never shown to be like all that spectacular, to be honest. I think he has a very clear limit on his skill level, Um, but he has shown two things. He's shown to be durable and he's shown that his cardio can last 15 minutes, Mm -hmm. a consistent pace for 15 minutes. And that's going to really put Alameda's gas tank into question because he is, you know, he, he this is his first cut to featherweight, first of all. And before that, he was struggling getting out of 15 minutes, you know, without taking huge deep breaths in the corners between rounds and things like that. So, um, you know, for three rounds, Alameda should be, you know, they, they, I think they're going to, they're going to scrap, but, um, you know, I think Trezano does have an advantage just because of how durable and he's just a, a much more he, – he's just in much better shape, I think. Yeah, I didn't really, like, want to take this fight. The odds just didn't really seem that great for a lot of it. Um, I didn't really know this Almeida guy, and he's this is his debut in the UFC. So, like, it's kind of hard to tell. And, like, in previ- and, like he's been on a lot of jungle fights – what it seems so that's what like his previous thing is was and he's just gotten a shit ton of like submissions so i was like afraid that like if trezano gets to the ground because i don't know if he's really faced anyone that's had like this kind of ground game before maybe dawson grant dawson but like and he got choked out by him so that's why i was just a little it was a little nerve-wracking like i didn't really know what to pick on this one because if it gets to the ground i think almeida has this fight if they if he finds a way to keep it up he'll be fine yeah, I, I don't. I didn't really necessarily want to make a pick on this. If I was going to, though, I think I'd take Trezano by decision at plus one ten. Okay. Yeah, I don't hate that, Michael. Trezano in the parlay. Very uh, heavy insight day for uh, Mike Grosh. Um, There's no. I don't fucking need insight. It's what I think he's gonna win. Don't pay me enough to be analy- analyzing. Big trust me, bro. Vibes right now. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. There's only like two fights that I really like. No, so it doesn't really even matter. 
I'm not going to lie to people and make up bullshit. I'm just going to tell you who I think is going to win sometimes. That's the way it is. All right. So next fight, I'm not going to bet on this. Did you want to bet on the mm. most far Ivalev and Dan Ige fight, Alex? No, Ige, but money line. honestly, yeah, I was going to say, like, just fuck it and just do Ige. Like, he's so disrespected in this in the mm-hmm. odds right now. Like, unbelievably disrespected. Like, yes. This Mo Mozart Mozart guy plus three ten. Yeah, it's like, fucking ridiculous. <laughs> that is unbelievably like that is that's fucked. Like that is so fucked. Those odds. Like Ige is a killer. Dude's a stud. Like I actually I'm so like confused why this Mozart guy is like this heavy on odds. Like yeah, he's he's undefeated, but like he's also just a relentless wrestler. Yeah, and I get that, but Ige no- has had problems with in the past. Okay. Yeah, but I still think Ige is madly disrespected. And, I mean, I think his last two losses are a little tough, but, like, I think he could have a bounce back. And I don't I don't think the odds are really – I think the odds are a little too wide, in my opinion. That's just me, though. I just Yeah, I think – oh, shit. I think this is uh, Evil Lives fight to lose, for sure. But Dan Ige does possess that power to – um, you know, it's always that puncher's chance type of thing. Put the lights out. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I don't, I, I do think he's being a bit dogged on the odds. Um, but I don't. Well, people see the O and they fucking come their pants. Let's be honest. I agree. I agree. Um, but also, he's not a better wrestler sure. than Josh Emmett. That's for sure. I, don't, I actually don't know. I just mess around. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Danny definitely has hit his ceiling. I think. I mean, he's he's clearly his ceiling lost is not number ten in the world. You don't he's, think so? No. no. Well, I'm saying I'm saying his ceiling for sure has been established after losing to Calvin Cater, Chance Sun Jung, and Josh Emmett. Yeah, thoroughly losing to those three. So how can you say that's not his ceiling? He's not number ten. To say to say number ten is his ceiling, like he can make it back up to five. Okay, I I see what you're saying. You see so my point? Like, like I see what you're saying. Like, yeah, you're you're but right. He does but have like, a I'm also saying he's not number ten in the world. Obviously, he is. That's what he's ranked. But like, that's based on his recent when he fought all top five guys. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. another thing too. Like, this is definitely going to be, at least I think, one of the bigger tests for okay, but Mosvar. I mean, his last fight against uh, Duadu. I mean the. The decision king Duadu. Uh that guy is just like I mean, he looked pretty dominant in that fight. Um, but I don't know, man. It's just like this so, is probably one of his biggest like challenges he's had. M- Mike, if you don't mind me asking, like, yeah. who do you find him to be able to unseat in the top from from nine to five? Right. I so can he do you have the rankings pulled up? Yep. Yeah. So do you feel he can beat Bryce Mitchell at number nine? Yes. Do you feel like he can beat Giga Chikatse at number eight? Yes, I think Giga's overrated. He's lost to Josh Emmett at number seven. Yeah, I think Arnold Emmett's Allen. better than seven. I'm talking about Dan Ige. No, I know, but right. I'm just spouting off. So Arnold Allen is six. Do you think Dan Ige can beat Arnold Allen? Because I don't think so. No. That might be very cuts. So you think he can fit somewhere... You think he fits in at like? You think he beats Yair eight or nine? 
I mean, no, yeah, Yair Rodriguez is number three right now behind yeah. Calvin Cater, or he's in front of Calvin Cater and Chan Sung Jung. Uh, T City is two, and Max Holloway is one. I, I hate this I'm struggling course. to find God, where Danny so would be able to jump. Pretty much in the same area. Top five is probably over exaggeration, but he was in the top five like six months ago. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, he got thoroughly beat by Josh Emmett, who's never so. And, and I think Emmett would beat Arnold Allen and Chen Sung Jung. Really? Yeah. That would be fun to watch. I'm not saying no to that, by the way. I'm just saying, like, wow, that's, I, I would like to see that. It would be a sick fight. Either of them, because they would just be throwing down. Oh, my God. I love this division so much. <laughs> <laughs> the Featherweight division so much fun. Um, okay. I'm, I I was just curious to see what your take was on that. Um, Dynamite Dan, baby. <laughs> I, I don't get me wrong. I love the guy. Oh, I, I mean, he is great. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure who he could who he could unseat there. Um, all right, so main event time. Volkov and Rosenstrike. Let's hear it, guys. Rosenstrike knockout. Yep, biggie boy <laughs> knockout. <laughs> Rosenstrike knockout. That's 100 where I'm going. I like um, it. I, I, I don't know, dude. I just haven't seen anything fantastic, I guess I should say, for Volkov as of recent. I think Volkov it's the only just... way Biggie Boy wins. I don't think he's going to submit him. I don't think he's going to beat him in a decision. No. And, but uh, I don't think Volkov. Volkov seems yeah. like he gets tired now for some reason. Yeah. yeah. And... <laughs> My worry is just like Volkov's always been kind of durable, though, other than his fight with um, Derek Lewis. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. But that's Derek Lewis, so. Uh, but then again, I mean, if if Rosenstrike's going to start throwing bombs and, and Volkov's going to try and sit there and eat them, he's going to be out. <laughs> like, there's no way. He, he's not going to be able to eat those. Like <laughs> Rosenstrike is a bad man. Yes. Scary. He got so disrespected by Francis. <laughs> Dude. Rightfully so, right? <laughs> like all that time video. bad optics. The 20 seconds of that fight is Francis Dude. throwing the loopiest punches in the world, but does that it doesn't matter. <laughs> like I don't understand how Rose Strike was just sitting there, like kind of like fading, fading with his chin mm-hmm. in the air. It's like, dude, like roll. Yeah. Roll or slip, man. Like, come on. You know the next punch <laughs> is gonna come way over the top. Turn a little bit. <laughs> yeah, like just pivot, dude. Use your feet. <laughs> <laughs> Don't just back up. It's like there's a cage there, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was like Rosenstrike there just looks like a complete dumb dumb in that moment. Like, dude, come on. Like, turn on it's your brain for a second. He's like a world-class kickboxer, too, and he just didn't pivot. <laughs> I know. That was what I mean, Jason fell in love with and got it. <laughs> was that was that the fight? Yeah, that was the fight. <laughs> it was a like UFC like 249, I think, when Gaethje fought uh, Ferguson. We were sitting in Dylan, or uh, one of our buddies' garage. You always say the name, and then you go, "Oh, our buddy." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I do do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I said half of his name, <laughs> but, uh, but half of his name is what we call him anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I expect Volkov to kind of control the fight mm-hmm. a bit more than Rosenstrike will. So. If this does end up going to a decision, I would probably take Volkov. 
Um, he's just yeah. A, no, no, I agree with you on that. Like he's just more well-rounded. He's a bit more cerebral of a fighter, I think. Um, but man, like if if he, like I said, if Volkov tires out or is just trying to eat those punches, he's gonna he's gonna go to sleep. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Um, all right, so scary, dude. All right, so I mean that'll wrap up our episode here, uh, or at least our picks. Um, did you guys want to add anything else? Main to... card parlay. Oh. Main card. What um, kind of main card, Mike? How would you name this main card? Mike's rock hard main card. <laughs> also, I'd like to point out that the Celtics are now winning <laughs> 120 to 105. <laughs> Let's go. Um, no, main card, Mike's rock hard main card parlay, Ode, Minifield, Silva, uh, Trezano, Ige, and Biggie Boy, Jorginho, Rosenstrike. That is plus 5,360. It's 10 to win 546. It's not nothing crazy because it's mostly favorites. You did take Ige in there, so that's yeah. going to a nice little bump there. Yeah, well, Jarzinho's underdog too. He's minus, or he's plus one thirty-five. So we're looking at we got four favorites, two underdogs. Mike's rock hard main card is looking good. I mean, we we haven't we haven't hit one in a while. We've been close. We've had like, yeah. So I thought about that today too. I'm like, maybe I just take all the favorites. I'm like, no, that's that's not that's not who I am. That's <laughs> not, not what the rock hard main card's about, though. You know no. what I mean? Like, you gotta spirit, take risks. Even though this is probably main card. odds wise, this is like the least risky in probably four months. <laughs> what was the one you had uh, a couple of weeks ago? I was like, I don't even remember. It was like plus like over a thousand, wasn't it? Yeah. It was oh, like it was over over ten thousand. I think it was like sixteen thousand. <laughs> It's like I think it was two, two, three weeks ago, and it lost on the first fight. <laughs> I put like five on it to win a hundred, like five hundred dollars. I'm like, yeah, if it loses, it loses. Was that the uh, Font Vera, rare or Von Cheeto? No, I thought that was the. Um, I'd have to look back. The. I thought that I thought that was the um the fight with it, the Rose fight and the yeah the yeah no number. it oh, was it was two seventy four. Yeah, I think it was 274. I had like plus 12,000 or whatever. 12, yeah, whatever it was. <laughs> and uh, well, technically, I, wouldn't I have lost when Cowboy didn't fight? No, it just would have avoided. No, it, would just yeah. have, it wouldn't have counted it. It would have just been like basically been like you didn't bet it. Okay. But yeah, I was like, fuck. All right. Well, my night's over. But then Chandler made me all my money back. So we were good there. Yeah. Yes. My knockout was fucking. Toasty, dude. I might start betting the WNBA. What? Oh my god! Are you that not, bored? I, there's no football. What am I supposed to bet on? All my hockey bets. All the hockey bets come from Jason. I just ride everything he puts. He sends me. Baseball. <laughs> ask Andrew, maybe. Yeah, baseball. I'm yeah. not good at baseball, so I don't know. I can do. I do. You know what I do for baseball? is first half. Yeah. I do a lot of those. Mm, interesting. Friend does a lot just, of first innings. But it also sucks. Yeah, first innings. And also, I'll tell you what, like, I don't ha- – I haven't paid attention to baseball in, a, like, really, really pay attention in a long time. So I'm still, like, whenever Verlander pitches, I'm 
betting Verlander. Like all these old motherfuckers. Now <laughs> I'm just like, fuck it. I, yeah, it's not a bad move still because he's still good. I'm like, I, he's probably been in the MLB for 20 years. I'm like, he's just a name that I know from my childhood. <laughs> I just go, <laughs> first half, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> there was one the other day. I'm like, dude, he's terrible, but I know him. <laughs> exactly. Right with the old heads. Um, all right. Do you guys have anything else? Anything going on? Uh, congratulations to my cousin getting married this weekend, even though she won't Ooh. hear this. Uh, Big Mike is the ordained minister because he is a man of God. Uh, not at all. But, <laughs> but yeah, other than that, I got nothing. Uh, next week. Oh, sorry, sorry. The card starts at noon. Yeah, early card start. starts at noon. And what main, main card starts at three? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just like to put that out there for everybody. Uh, next week i will not be able to watch the card which is one of the biggest cards mm, that we yeah. have very long time wow. what are you going to be doing what, tell the people what you're going to be doing instead it's schlucky's birthday boo schwanky's birthday i can't make schwanky watch it with you i can't make miss it. i can't oh, miss it holy fuck <laughs> yeah i know i'm not happy about it uh but i'm probably going to miss that card I might even miss a lot of this card too. Dude, Fialo's fighting again. Yeah. Mike, Mike, just read off the card that Alex is going to miss here. I'll read off what I think is going to be the main card. Um, Yeah, I'm going to start from the top down. Lever Teixeira, Yuri Prats, good light heavyweight title. Valentina, my wife, Shevchenko versus uh, Talia Santos, women's flyweight title. This is the one that's What's that? This one, this next one hurts. This next one hurts a lot. Zhang Wei Li versus Joanna Janjacek, a rematch of the greatest women's fight ever in the history of the UFC, arguably the best fight ever in the UFC. Um, Hajirio Bonterin uh, versus Manuel Cape. Did mm-hmm. I say it? copy? Manuel Cape. Cape. Uh, and I think that oh, there's going to be one more. It looks like Jack it, Della Madala. Yep. Madalena versus Ramazan. Um, Amif. Amif, that's Brendan Allen's fighting. Yep. How are you going to interrupt him and then not be able to pronounce yeah. the name? Come on, man. Sorry, sorry. Brendan Allen can't watch the card. Yeah, Brendan Allen versus Jacob Malkoon. Andre Fiala versus Jake Matthews. How is Fiala fighting again? Uh, an he's a I savage. Him. I love and him. Then, and then the and then the girl who fought my girl Vanessa Demopoulos last time. Silvana Gomez Juarez. Dude's got power. Dude, I said dude. She's got power. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Well, well, if that's all we got, uh, Alex, go ahead and sign us off and let's get out of here. Also, here's a dumb bet that I placed for uh, it's a future Mercedes to win the Formula One Constructors Championship. (laughs) You are so stupid. I also have Red Bull too, but. I don't know why. I saw Toto the other day. I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> no, Michael, no, this is all not right. <laughs> and I saw a clip of him in the turtleneck at the end of season four. I'm like, Mercedes is coming out of nowhere. Let's go. <laughs> oh, my God. There's no and way. And Monaco, they just get smoked. <laughs> well, no one passes in Monaco. But anyways, Alex. Sign us off. Let's get out of here. Yeah. <laughs>
Uh, uh, so I hope you guys have a very nice fight night and a very nice Friday and a very nice Saturday. It's going to be a great card. Remember, start time is noon. All right. Main card starts at three. Uh, thank you guys for listening. You know, every single week we try to put something out there for you guys. So we really appreciate everyone who tunes in. Tell your friends, tell your coworkers, tell your coworkers, friends, tell your coworkers, friends, family, friends, uncles, sister, brother. I don't care. Tell everyone about the podcast. We're fucking amazing. We're electric every single week that we try to get this out there. I'm here with two very, very, very close people to me. I very much enjoy their company. I very much like them a lot. Some might say I even, no, we're not going to go there. They're my best friends. Okay. All right. I love these boys. All right. I went there. I love the boys. Okay. Please come follow us on Twitter, making the walk. All right. Underscores after each word. All right. Uh, Thank you for listening. Have a fantastic weekend. Uh, Also shout out to my uh, friend's uh, roommate, my girl, my roommate's girlfriend. It's her birthday this Saturday. So shout out to her. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to her. Uh, Anyways, have a good night, guys. Have a good morning. Whatever time you're listening to this. I love each and every one of you guys. Beautiful. Well done. Thank you. Good night, guys. Night.